Investment advisory services provided by Drake & Associates, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Insurance products are offered through a separate company, Loft Financial Advisory Group, LLC, a Wisconsin insurance agency. Clients are under no obligation to purchase any recommended insurance products. Information provided is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. While we believe the information in the show is reliable, we cannot guarantee its accuracy. Neither Drake & Associates or Loft Financial Advisory Group accepts any liability for the use of the information discussed. Opinions expressed are subject to change without notice and are not intended as investment advice or a solicitation for the purchase or sale of any security. Please consult your financial professional before making any investment decision. Before you start planning your retirement party, make sure you've got your retirement plan. You can never be too prepared for life after work, and we're here to help. This is Retirement Ready with Tony Drake. I'm Tony Drake, Certified Financial Planner with Drake & Associates. You can always visit us at WealthWisconsin.com. Lots of great tools to help you figure out how much risk you're comfortable taking. We have some webinars left this year. If you want to get a little bit of education right in the comfort there of your own home, we'd love to have you on those. And all complimentary, you can find that schedule and register at WealthWisconsin.com. Got the boys here. Hello. How are you guys? Tom Newman, Brad Allen. You guys doing well? Doing good. Doing well. Doing very yeah, well. It's December. I know. It came December. quick. It sure did. Feels like we were just watching fireworks not too long. <laughs> <laughs> did you find? I couldn't find fireworks this year. No, no. Well, they did in, my, in our neighborhood, and we had just got oh, a puppy at that time. Oh, boy. And as soon as a firework went off, the puppy, Steve, took off. Steve took <laughs> off, yeah, yeah. He ran, and I had to chase him down, and I, you know, it was, it was, it was one of those ordeal, memories. Huh? Yeah. yeah, yeah, you won't forget that one. Right. Good stuff, though. Great topic this week, guys, I'm excited about. I mean, I, I think to say 2020 has been a wild ride is probably an understatement, um, but we know the stock market's had a lot of highs, a lot of lows, pandemic, recession, presidential election. Boy, it's... Uh, if you could, you know, we're really mixing a lot into one year here, but there's a lot of events that have impacted those finances. And I want to go through those today to recap some of the top financial headlines of the last year. We know we had this, you know, kind of record breaking loss in March, right? The market lost 30% faster than it's ever lost, but we also had a record breaking recovery, right? So some pretty phenomenal stuff that's happened this year. So Brad, let's maybe back up to the beginning and talk a little bit about what's impacted our market. And I think you have to start talking about the SECURE Act technically passed in December, but really took effect in January here. And it was a big one. And you really didn't hear too much about it because of the pandemic and all the news that came with that. But the, the SECURE Act is the most significant legislative, legislative that's a hard one to say, uh, action impacting our retirement system in, in more than 10 years. You know, it went into effect January 1st, and it impacts everything from withdrawals uh, where required to take in retirement, those RMDs, to the way that we pass down our wealth to the next generation. And while there are certain provisions that impact each of us in different ways, there are a few main things for retirees to be aware of. So the age at which you're required to withdraw money from your 
tax-deferred retirement accounts, IRAs, 401ks, those tax-deferred accounts has gone up from 70 and a half to 72 years old. You can also continue contributing to your IRA at any age as long as you're still working. In the past, you, could, you couldn't contribute after 70 and a half to an IRA even if you were still working. So as long as you have that earned income coming in, you can still put money into those accounts. The SECURE Act has a uh, significant impact on those planning to leave money to their loved ones by eliminating the stretch IRA. So the, the stretch IRA in the past, you were able to stretch out the IRA if that money went to a beneficiary and it was a traditional IRA, so you haven't paid taxes on it yet, they had the ability to take out what's called an inherited required minimum distribution. So they could spread that out. They had to take a percentage out every year for the rest of their life so they could spread out that account over their lifetime as well. That's changed now. Now they can't stretch it out. They have to take out the money over a 10-year period. So a big change, right? I mean, if you have a big IRA, let's say you have a million-dollar IRA and you have two beneficiaries, well, now they have to take out $500,000 over one decade. If they're already doing well in their jobs, they're making good money, they have to add that income to their already high income. That could push them into a pretty high tax bracket, and Uncle Sam becomes one of those bigger beneficiaries. So big changes this year and, and changes people need to know about. Really big changes, and I think a lot of folks may not have realized the tax impact of the SECURE Act and what that may mean for their loved ones inheriting that money. You know, just, of course, shortly after that, right, corona happens, and we have this pandemic and a market craziness, and so, you know, kind of got swept under the rug, if you will, but boy, if you have substantial retirement dollars, 401k, IRA, 403b, whatever it might be, this has a massive impact if you don't plan on spending it all. It doesn't mean there's nothing you can do about it. There's a lot of great tax planning strategies that you can implement, and it's really important to consider that. We're all done with our educational classes in, in person this year, but we are going to have some classes right at the kickoff next year of 2021. We're going to be in that Wauwatosa area on January 6th and 7th. And this is one of the exact topics we're going to talk about. We're going to walk you through how to deal with this SECURE Act, how to set up your money so Uncle Sam doesn't become the largest beneficiary. Of course, we're socially distancing, so we have to keep those class sizes a little bit smaller, so we need you to register ahead of time. You can always visit the website, wealthwisconsin.com. That's wealthwisconsin.com. You'll see the upcoming dates and times. You can register right there, or you can click on a button for a phone consultation. You have a quick question, completely complimentary. We'd love to connect with you. You can find all of those tools and resources at wealthwisconsin.com. Great opportunity to connect if you have any questions or concerns or just need a second set of eyes. In the lower left-hand corner, you'll see a button that says phone consultation. Completely complimentary process. You can click that. If you just have a quick question, you can set up a 15-minute phone call. Or if you'd like a little bit more in-depth conversation, you have the opportunity to either schedule a 60-minute virtual appointment or you can come on in. We've taken all the safe measures for the pandemic here, and we'd love to have you here at the office as well. You can find that right at wealthwisconsin.com. we got the crew here, Tom Newman, Brad Allen. Oh, how are we doing? Good, good. Another uh, another week's gone by closer to Christmas. What's, yeah. on the, what's on the kids' wish list this year? Oh, boy, all kinds of stuff. My... My one that drives, the funniest one, my one that drives says she wants pink rims for her vehicle. Pink <laughs> oh boy. rims, yeah. Oh boy. So you get some spray paint then. That's right. That's right. That's right. You guys have pink rims or? No. 
No, Actually, on the battery-powered Jeep, yeah. 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 <laughs> the small one for the four-year-old. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Yeah, my son is into the video games. He had a couple games on there he wants, and my youngest one, it's all about babies. She's into this thing called Real Babies, and I started looking at them to see if I... It was scary. I mean, they, they looked like actual babies. It, it kind of freaked me out a little bit. <laughs> and they cry and everything. Too? I think, yeah, it just like you look at them and it looks, it's just a little unnerving because they're so <laughs> realistic. But good stuff, good stuff. What about you guys? Any hot hot items on the list? Older older son, uh, technology and video games, those kind of stuff, and uh, the younger kids just fire trucks yeah. for the fifth time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My I heard Baby Yoda, Tom. Is yeah, that, yeah. That's the hot son, item this my year. My son's been watching The Mandalorian on on Disney Plus. So we're hooked. Ba- we're hooked. Baby Yoda is all the rage. Yeah, that sure reminds me of seeing Star Wars when I was a kid. It probably was one of the first movies I ever saw. But good stuff. But great topic this week, guys. We're talking about the kind of incredibly wild ride we've had in 2020: stock market highs and lows, pandemic, recession. Uh, presidential election of course and you know different time periods maybe a time to recap if you will about how these are affected our finances and Tom I think the next thing that boy we we have to take a look at is really the end to this longest bull market run in history and it was pretty a, a pretty meteoric fall if you will the uh, the Dow Jones Industrial the S&P 500 and the Nasdaq all hit record highs in February of this year, and we had just celebrated the 11th anniversary of the longest bull market uh, on record on March 9th. That same day, however, all three major indices dropped 19%, sending us into what's known as bear market territory. Uh, stocks continued to drop throughout the month of March as the coronavirus became you know, this global pandemic that we, we know it to be. And, and it took just 22 days for the S&P 500 to fall 30% from its record high, which is the fastest drop, <clears throat> pardon me, uh, magnitude that we've ever seen on Wall Street. And, and so the decline from mid-February to mid-March is now known as the shortest bear market on record. The, the S&P 500 began rebounding from its March 23rd low, which began the new bull market. And, and volatility on Wall Street has continued for, for much of the year as, as stocks reacted to everything from economic news to the election. And, you know, it, it reminds me of, of the quote from Warren Buffett, you know, you never know who's swimming naked until the tide rolls out. That's a good one. That's one of my favorites. And so w- what he really means by that is, you know, a lot of people, unfortunately, were exposed. And so taking a a, a period of time to actually sit back, take a look at your risk tolerance and take stock of that, make sure you're doing what is appropriate for you is really important. Really important, right? Because, you know, when that tie goes out or the market drops, sometimes you realize, boy, I was taking more risk than I thought I was or or maybe that I'm comfortable taking at this stage in life, right? All depends on where you are in the process, right? Young guys like Brad and Tom, you know, they're high risk, right? You guys can, you guys have a lot of years ahead of you. Someone who's about to retire in retirement, little different stage in life. And, and, you know, you may have been a little bit surprised at how quickly your portfolio dropped. 
If you were, we have a great opportunity right on our website, wealthwisconsin.com, in the lower right-hand corner. It's a button that says risk assessment. Really simple process. It's complimentary. If you click on that, we're going to ask you a series of questions that will kind of help us define how much risk you're comfortable taking. And then we'll connect with you and actually look at your portfolios and say, how much risk are you actually taking? Sometimes there's a big discrepancy there, and it's important to identify that and determine if it's something you want to address. Again, that button says risk assessment in the lower right-hand corner, and you can find that at wealthwisconsin.com. That's wealthwisconsin.com. All done with our classes for the year, but we have some great upcoming webinars you can still attend. We're talking a little bit about Social Security, the best ways to turn that on. If your goal is to collect as much money as possible, we'll walk you through some of those techniques and strategies. We also have a great webinar on really kind of taking back control of your financial future. You can see those dates and times and register right at wealthwisconsin.com. we got Brad Allen, Tom Newman here. Hey. What's up? Baby Yoda. Brad almost uh, blew us up here and did a little spoiler alert during the, <laughs> I was during the break. Back. Yeah, Tom was running around the studio, <laughs> plugging his ears, screaming, and it was quite uh, quite the scene. But uh, great topic this week, guys. I'm excited about it. It's really, you know, of course, been such a wild ride this year. And I think it's great to take a pause and kind of recap what's happened this year and try to really put things in a perspective. I, I think so much that's happened can you know, sometimes get some salacious headlines and, you know, it's really boils down to having that long-term plan. But when we saw these massive drops, Brad, in the market, what followed was a really substantially quick response from Washington, D.C. and, of course, passing the CARES Act and arguably was needed at the time, right? Was it the right package, wrong package? Who knows? But, um, you know, we have to also consider the long-term effects when we're adding to the debt at this level. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's been a difficult year for, for everybody, right? And lawmakers passed the the CARES Act back in March to, to really help stimulate the economy and provide financial relief to individuals impacted by the coronavirus pandemic. The $2 trillion bill is the largest emergency relief package in American history. Perhaps the the, the most notable piece of the the CARES Act is the stimulus checks that were sent to an estimated uh, 93% of taxpayers. Eligible recipients received up to $1,200 and $500 for each child. And then the CARES Act also gave the unemployed an extra $600 a week in unemployment benefits. For those in retirement, the CARES Act temporarily suspended the RMDs from tax-deferred accounts this year, those required minimum distributions. You do not have to take those out this year. It allows those also under the age of 59 and a half to take a distribution of up to 100000 from their 401k without paying a 10% penalty. You can also take a loan of up to 100000 from your retirement plan, which is double the amount that you can normally take. So remember, these changes are only for 2020. So the window to take penalty-free withdrawals from your retirement account is definitely closing. But before you just make that decision, you want to sit down with an advisor, whoever you're working with, make sure that that's the, the the right decision for you. Obviously, the more you keep in the retirement accounts, the more they're going to grow for you and be there for you in, in retirement. But some definite changes that the government made this year. So if you have not taken your RMD and you have not heard that you don't have to take it, well, you don't. So 2020, you do not have to take those required minimum distributions. So just know that and, and make sure that's part of your plan. Yeah, big, big change, Brad. And, you know, that should always, I I really like your point about it needs to be a part of your plan, right? Sometimes it may feel 
convenient and it may be necessary to take that money out of your 401k but boy you know taking that much out can really have some long-term impacts on the viability of your retirement plan and so that has to be thought of and we've been talking a lot about this year guys you know, we spent a couple trillion dollars, 2.2 or 2 point, you know, you throw these numbers around, it's hard to even get your mind around it. But, you know, we entered this year with nearly 20 trillion in debt as a country, we added another couple trillion, about 10% onto that. And, of course, President, you know, who knows if we'll get to this bill here this fall, or the end of this year, I should say, but, you know, President, President-elect Biden has said that he wants to pass a $2 trillion deal right away in January. And it's arguable that there are some people, we know unemployment's still high, that need help. But we also have to think about the long-term effects of this kind of debt. And that's why we've been talking to folks about tax planning. Tax planning is so important. And I really think with this rising debt, we're likely to see inflation and taxation here down the road. So that's why we're having some classes. We're all wrapped up for the year. But uh, right at the beginning of next year, 2021, on January 6th and 7th, we're going to be in that Wauwatosa area, and we're going to give you three actionable steps that you can take to really help control your financial future and set you up for that great retirement or continue as a great retirement. And one of those topics we're going to talk about is taxes. What tax strategies are available right now to help combat the CARES Act? help combat potentially rising you know, tax rate environment as we continue to spend like this. And we'll walk you through step-by-step step why that make, might make sense for you and why this might be a unique time to take care of that before it disappears. So you, we do need you to register ahead of time. We're, of course, keeping those class sizes a little bit smaller and, and socially distancing with uh, the, the coronavirus here. So 6th and 7th in January in Wauwatosa, you can register right at wealthwisconsin.com. That's wealthwisconsin.com. Lots of great tools, resources, complimentary webinars and classes. You can see all of those tools and upcoming events at wealthwisconsin.com. We got Brad Allen, Tom Newman here. How you doing? Talking about the crazy year. I mean, could 2020 be any more crazy year? It's been a roller coaster. It sure has. Be glad when it's over. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe it's one to uh, leave in the record books, I guess. But uh, kind of recapping the year, guys, talking a little bit about kind of the crazy milestones and really dramatic events that happened. And Brad, you were sharing, uh, you know, some of the CARES Act and, and uh, some of the, you know, the issues that we were able to, you know not take our RMDs this year, which for a lot of folks can be a substantial number. It's taxable income, but that may open up some pretty incredible, you know, tax strategies this year. Yeah. And it's worth, it's worth talking about here for a little bit. I mean, this is a question we've been getting a lot. I don't have to take an RMD this year. So I have all this, this money that my, my tax bracket is lower, right? So number one, taxes are lower today than, than probably what they're going to be in the future. We have this new tax code that was put together in 2017, and we have it until 2025 as it's written today. So if you used to be in the 25% tax bracket, that's now the 22% bracket. If you used to be in the 15, that's right now the 12% tax bracket. So taxes are lower today than what they're going to be in the future. So how do you take advantage of that? The, the, the fact that a lot of retirees did not have to take an RMD this year keeps their, their income a little bit lower. So it gives them the opportunity to take advantage of some of these tax brackets while we have them. So 
you might want to think about Roth conversions. So a Roth conversion is taking money out of that traditional IRA or traditional 401k, paying the taxes on it now and converting it over to a Roth. The idea being if you can pay less today in taxes than in the future, why not try to get that into a Roth? And if you remember a Roth IRA, you do not have to take any required minimum distributions off of it, right? That's an account that you pay the taxes on before you put it into the account, then it grows tax-free and it comes out tax-free later on down the road. So these are things that you really need to start thinking about and, and try to take advantage of. Now we are running out of time here towards the end of the year. You have to do a Roth conversion by December 31st of each year. So you want to try to figure out, you know, what tax bracket are you in? How much room do you have in that tax bracket? You can find that information on online. You can look up the tax brackets. You can find we have information on our website about how to do Roth conversions and those kind of things. But it is something to sit down with a financial advisor about whether you're working with somebody or you want to just give us a call. You know, give us a call anytime. You want to talk about what are your options? What might be the best fit for you? Feel free to give us a call at 414-409-7226. Roth conversions are, are really powerful. It's something we talk about a lot. And and I think it's a really important thing to consider, especially to your point, Brad, if you didn't take an RMD and you are in that lower bracket, I think even when we're back to taking them next year, for a lot of people, it probably makes sense to continue it, right? Because we don't want to, let's say you have a half million dollar IRA, we don't want to convert that in one year. Frankly, you're tax bill is going to be so massive we'll never live long enough to make up for the impact of losing that but boy really really powerful you know strategy to consider and and then you know kind of back to our recap of the year you know come april after this big dramatic loss and in washington dc we got that cares act pushed through you know we had record unemployment and as the pandemic took toll on the stock market job market and retirement accounts unemployment claims soared to really substantial record highs in the u.s here we lost 20 and a half million jobs in april which is the largest monthly decline on record the unemployment rate for workers who are 55 and older rose to 13.6 i mean think about that number 13.6 in april and over the past six months we've seen people get back to work but you know that unemployment although it's not nearly where it was in april is about twice as high as it was in february before the pandemic hit. So we know there's a lot of people out there hurting, struggling to pay bills. You know, in that CARES Act, we had that increased unemployment, which ran out. And, and the Republicans and Democrats have just been unable to come to agreement on, on another deal for all those folks that are unemployed and, and really struggling. So I, I think a lot of it's been a tale of two worlds, right? We have the markets hitting record highs, yet we have so many people still struggling and unemployed. And and, uh, you know, it really makes you hope that they figure something out for the short term to help these folks that really do need help here to get through this kind of pandemic. And lots of excitement with the vaccines. But, you know, we really need to get through this kind of winter wave and get folks back working and get the economy stimulated again. If you have some questions or just need some help, you can visit us at WealthWisconsin.com. On the lower left-hand corner, you'll see phone consultation. You can set up a quick 15-minute phone call or a 60-minute virtual or in-person in appointment. You can find that and schedule it right at wealthwisconsin.com. Lots of great tools, upcoming webinars. We had some in-person classes in January. We're, of course, keeping those a little bit smaller, so we need folks to register ahead of time, and you can do that at wealthwisconsin.com. Got Brad Allen, Tom Newman here. 
guys doing well? Doing very well. Christmas shopping done, or where where, where are we at? All, nope. all done on my end. <laughs> Procrastination. Wait, what, what about the one present you have to buy, Brad? Is that one done? No. Oh, <laughs> the truth comes out. The truth comes out. She doesn't listen to the radio station anyway. Right, that's good. So, so what are you getting her since she doesn't listen? I don't know. What, what should I? I don't know. Diamond jewelry. Yeah, diamonds, right? yeah. No? Is she a big jewelry person? Or? You know, I always wonder if the stores, right before Christmas, like the day or two before Christmas, they just raise all the prices. Well, they know. They know. The, the guys are coming in, right? They know. Although your wife might want some power tools or something. She's she's very handy. She's impressive. Yeah, I can't keep up with all the projects she's doing at it's home. Pretty, uh, pretty it's pretty amazing, pretty impressive stuff. Yeah. But great topic this week, guys. We're talking a little bit about all the wild, you know, kind of craziness we've had this year and recapping the year. We talked a little bit about the CARES Act. We talked about the SECURE Act from last year, some opportunity for tax strategies, the record unemployment. And then, Tom... You know, in the summer, we really saw this recession set in on the country. For for more than 10 years, the U.S. economy grew or expanded following the Great Recession that we had in, in 2008. And the, the National Bureau of Economic Research officially declared the U.S. has been in a recession since February. And, and by definition, uh, a recession is a significant decline in economic activity that is spread across the, the economy and it's lasting more than a couple of months. So while all eyes are on the economic recovery and the possibility of a, a second stimulus bill, COVID-19 cases continue to surge and more states are again enacting lockdowns and, and closing businesses to stop the spread of the virus. And boy, I mean, that's what we want to see, right? And, and I, you know, I think there's this, it's been interesting to me, guys, that, you know, the market, I think, in large part has ignored the short term effects of this, you know, second, I don't know what number wave we're talking about. I'm calling it the winter wave, but, you know, it, it's in large part ignored that, even though the numbers are pretty staggering. But I think, you know, a lot of people forget that the market is really kind of a, a, some type of discounted rate on where things will be, I don't know, six months or a year from now. So it's really looking past this winter and saying, okay, three vaccines right on the verge of being available. You know, we could have, and a lot of economists are believing, we could have a very different second and third quarter of next year and really have this expanding economy and folks coming back to work. But it's certainly something for us to think about. And I think, guys, as the year comes to a close, you know, there are also some events that have really affected our finances. You know, first and foremost was the presidential election, right? Like many things we face this year, the election created uncertainty for investors. And historically, the stock market is pretty volatile leading into a presidential election. And that really held true this year. Stocks posted losses the week prior to the election. The Dow then closed out its second best election day ever with a gain of over 500 points. But there's a lot of uncertainty around the election outcome and what remained throughout most of November until President Trump officially kind of allowed President-elect Joe Biden to begin his transition just before Thanksgiving. And in the wake of that announcement, the Dow surpassed 30,000 milestones for the first time. So looking at how the market performs in election years dating back to 1944, some predict we would end the year on a high note. You know, I, I think it's so easy to get caught up in that, right? We feel like if our candidate doesn't win, you know, the market's going to crumble. But history, you know, 
investing and working in a market is not a place for emotions. History tells us a little bit different tale, right? Unless, you know, we don't know what's going to happen in Georgia yet here, but divided governments tend to do pretty well, right? Do pretty well. And although if we just look at the raw data, the Democratic presidents have a little bit of a, a, you know, uptick on the average rate of return, I'm not sure the president has that much influence on the market, right? There's certainly some, but I think there's a strong argument to say an Apple or a Tesla, there's such a large portion of the markets, the decisions they make probably affect the markets more directly than, than the government. So it boils down to having that long-term plan. We talk a lot about having a written retirement and income plan that you understand. If you don't feel like you have a simple written retirement and income that you understand, income plan, I should say, that you understand, you deserve that. And that's something that we offer complimentary to folks in the community here. So if you're interested in working with that, easiest way is to either call the office at 414-409-7226. That's 414-409-7226. Or visit the website, lower left-hand corner, you'll see schedule a call. You can find that right at wealthwisconsin.com. That's wealthwisconsin.com. Lots of great tools, resources. We got some upcoming webinars. Classes are all wrapped up till January, but we do have some kicking off in January. So you can see those schedules and register right at wealthwisconsin.com. Got the crew here, Brad Allen, Tom Newman. Hey. We were doing a little uh, little Christmas shopping uh, over the break. Did, have you seen the numbers on online shopping? I mean, Huge. it's staggering. Mm-hmm. It's been growing every year, but it seems like they took a two- or three-year leap there. It's just well, a, a lot of people were telling number. me on, on Black Friday nobody was out. You know, it was pretty light. Yeah, that's what I've heard, too. Uh, really different. I think people maybe just feel safer at home. And yeah. given, I've, I've done the online thing for a couple of years. I just love it. I'm not a go-to-the-mall kind of guy. It drives me crazy, so... I'm what pretty you, pretty used to it. What are you supposed to do with the kids who are at home and these boxes are coming every <laughs> single day leading up to Christmas? I mean, I mean, they know, <laughs> but you know, you, it's just boxes. They don't know what's in it, right? <laughs> Sometimes, right? Yeah. You got to be careful. But uh, or my wife who will get the boxes and open them right away and. Yeah, She's not surprised. That could be an issue. Yeah. But Brad, let's face it. You only have to buy one present. The <laughs> rest right. is taken care of for you. This is true. That's true. That's true. But great topic this week, guys. We're recapping a little bit of this wild, volatile year and talking about, you know, as we zoom in on the end of the year, some recent events that have affected our finances. And, and I think, Brad, you know, one of the things we look at is these vaccine developments that were, you know, just a raging part of the news in November. Yeah, I mean, the, the latest developments on COVID-19 vaccine have added to the, the positive momentum on Wall Street over the past month or so. And pharmaceutical companies, Pfizer and Moderna and AstraZeneca, have, have all released good news on clinical trials of their vaccines. So news that some Americans will get the vaccine by the end of the year has also sparked optimism among investors. And travel stocks have gotten a boost on hopes that the vaccine is going to prompt an economic turnaround in our country. So you see cruise lines and airlines and some of these stocks start to rise when news about the vaccine comes out because it means what if the world might open up again and people might start traveling and and doing the things that they used to do. And a lot of people are 
are wanting to get out there again, right? That's for sure. I think, you know, they talk about this COVID fatigue and it's been tough. And, you know, I think one of the other things, Tom, we've seen this year that's pretty phenomenal is this really substantial increase in the savings rate and a much lower credit card balances, you know, for Americans. Yes. And and while it may seem like 2020 was, was filled with a lot of bad news, maybe he- negative headlines, there has been good news to come from the pandemic. Uh, more than half of Americans are, are saving more or paying off debt faster since the pandemic began. In fact, according to a recent study, Americans were saving 30% of their disposable income in April compared to an average of about 7.5% pre-pandemic. So while this is good news, you know, just make sure your savings are, are being put to the best way possible and the smartest way possible. We always talk about you should have, you know, maybe close to three to six, maybe even nine months worth of expenses in an emergency fund. And 10 to 15% of your income should be going towards your retirement accounts. And one other good news, you know, our revolving debt, which mostly is made up of credit cards, has been decreasing during the pandemic after reaching a record high in February. That's phenomenal because that's something generally as Americans, we have such a low savings rate and such high credit card debt. So maybe that's a silver lining, but I think that, you know, ties into consumer confidence, right? When people are feeling confident, they tend to spend less, they think their jobs are secure, so they don't have as much in savings in the bank. And, you know, now people are anxious, they're worried, you know, even if you're fortunate enough to have your job, maybe you're worried about losing that job. So you're kind of keeping a little bit more cash and spending a little bit less, which is probably a very prudent thing to do. But that's tough on the economy, because nobody's out there spending, right? So a couple of great classes coming up, guys, we're done for this year. But we have some classes to kick off the new year in 2021. That's what we're doing on New Year's Eve, guys, right? We're teaching some... No, I'm kidding. I'm <laughs> kidding. But that first week, January 6th and 7th, we'll be out in that Wauwatosa area. We're going to do some evening classes. So if you're still working, zooming in on retirement, or maybe you're retired and just want to join us in the evening, those are going to be at 6 o'clock. We'll, have, we'll be done in about an hour, so we'll keep those nice and concise. But we're going to talk about the three actionable steps you can take right now to help secure your financial future. We're going to talk about potential tax strategies that are available right now that may not be available down the road and why it's so important to consider those. We're going to talk about risk, right? A lot of us went through a wild ride in our portfolios in 2020. How do I secure that? How do I I firm that up so if another market drop comes, it doesn't affect me nearly as much? And then how do we tie those pieces of the puzzle together into a retirement and income plan that we understand, know exactly where our money's coming from? We do need you to register ahead of time. We're keeping those classes smaller so people can spread out. Again, that's January 6th and 7th in Wauwatosa. And you can register right at WealthWisconsin.com. That's WealthWisconsin.com. The proceeding was a paid program. Advice and opinions expressed during Retirement Ready are solely that of the hosts or guests of Drake & Associates and not WTMJ, Good Karma Brands, and GKB Milwaukee.